friends. Welcome back to the Weirdo Book Club podcast. My name is Natalie Megan, and today I'm going to tell you about the 10 books that I've read so far in 2024. Now, as of recording this, it's February 15th, so smack dab in the middle of February, and I've only read 10 books. Now, I say only specific to me, because if you've read 10 books, that might be a really big deal for you, and that's great. If you've read two books, that might be a really big deal for you. This is a subjective opinion on my reading, okay? Because I know that last year I read 20 books in January, which is not normal, but I didn't expect to read eight in January this year and two so far in February. I may be experiencing a bit of a reading slump. We all go through it. It sucks. I hate it. So I thought I would re-motivate myself, maybe, get myself out of my head for a while. I've been having a lot of personal issues and it has really got me down. So I thought I would talk to you about the books that I have managed to read and give myself a little pat on the back for doing what I can with what I have. So let's get started. The first book I read was an audiobook I got from Libro FM's ALC program. It's called One of Our Own by Lucinda Berry, and it is the first Lucinda Berry book that I've ever read. I own a copy of her book, The Perfect Child or A Perfect Child. I don't remember the name exactly, but I have never cracked it open. And I've heard and seen Lucinda Berry around like book talk and all the book review places. I've seen her books and I've always been curious about them because I love a good thriller, but I've also been burned a lot by some books. And I think if you're on my YouTube, you've seen that as I explore the dark romance genre. So I've been a little skeptical and I'm always worried that if I try out a popular author, I'm not going to like them. Now, with all of that said, I loved this book. Again, it's called One of Our Own. And I think I gave it five stars, which is insane. Wow. I, I really liked it. Anyway, so One of Our Own is a thriller novel about a suicide prevention hotline volunteer who takes a call and and it kind of turns her whole world upside down. And I thought, I was like, mm, the audiobook is kind of short and it doesn't seem like it's going to be like too intense. Maybe it'll be fun and it'll be a nice, like, like dipping my toes into the Lucinda Berry pool of books. And yeah, um, I really liked it. I thought it was well done and it casually built a sense of dread in me. And I was like, oh no, what are we going to do? And it was just really eerie and just a little too real, honestly. But I really, really liked it. I think the narrator did a great job. Wait a minute. No, hold on, hold on. It, I'm, who is the narrator? Holy shit, that can't be right. Oh my God, it's narrated by, it says that it's narrated by A.J. Cook. A.J. Cook is J.J. on Criminal Minds. Wait a minute, this is actually, oh my God, I did not know that that was who was narrating. Holy shit, that makes this so much cooler. Okay, yeah, this deserves the five star I gave it. Honestly, it was really good. The audiobook is not that long. It's like a little under four hours. It's really well done. The story unfolds in a really well-paced way. It's very fleshed out. It's very stressful. And I really loved it. I gave it five stars. And now that I know that AJ Cook from Criminal Minds narrated it, um, yeah, I stand by that. Damn, that is so fun. I love finding out things that I once did not know. <laughs> So next, I reread something that I read last year. It was a short story called Galatea, and it was by Madeline Miller. This is a Greek mythology short story about the myth of Galatea and Pygmalion. In ancient Greece, a skilled marble sculptor had been blessed by a goddess who had given him his masterpiece, the most beautiful woman in the world, the gift of life. So he has the most perfect woman, and it's a little short story about that whole thing. And it really shows his obsession with her need to like control her own life, and she's locked away. It's very it's very yellow wallpapery if that makes sense if you've read the yellow wallpaper that little short story about a woman 
who's confined to her attic bedroom and it's got this tacky wallpaper that starts to drive her crazy. It's a little bit like that and it's from the same author who wrote The Song of Achilles. It is 64 pages, so it's a really quick read. I really liked it. I think I read this on audiobook first through the Libro FM ALC program and then I liked it so much that I bought like a little hard book, hard book, a little hardcover copy from my shelf and I really like it. I gave it four stars. Next, I read Grimstone by Sophie Lark, and this is a gothic dark romance about a girl who inherits a dilapidated old mansion from her uncle after he passes away. She kind of takes care of her younger brother, and there's a creepy, weird man that lives next door. He's like a doctor, and the town has all these rumors around him, and everybody's always constantly whispering about things that he's been up to or things that he's been accused of, and you know, it's spicy and and whatever. I was really excited about this one. You can probably tell that I no longer am. I gave it two stars because it just didn't do it for me. I like Sophie Lark. I've read There Are No Saints by her, that series. It's serial killer smut. I found it on Book Talk. I'm sure that's shocking. But I read that series and I really liked it. I didn't like the second book as much as I liked the first book, but I enjoyed it. I even read it more than once just to make sure because I don't trust myself. I get caught up in the moment and if I really like it, I'll have to take a second. I just don't trust myself to be, to have a well-rounded vantage point when I'm so excited that I read it and I felt good while reading it. I need to sit with it for a minute and sometimes revisit it and just make sure. So I was excited to read this one because it sounded like it had a lot of stuff that I liked, like a creepy house, creepy neighbor, forced proximity kind of thing. I don't know. It just, it seemed like it was going to be good. And then it, um, it wasn't, and I didn't enjoy it. It didn't hook me. There were some really cringy, spicy lines. I did go over this a little bit more on my YouTube channel in the Dark Romance Diary series that I'm doing over there. I didn't spoil it or anything. I haven't done a deep dive on it, but I did read like one or two lines from it and did give a little bit more of my cohesive thoughts on it. So if you're interested in that, you can head over there. But I, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't impressed with this. It was weird and cringy and I was not, I, it took me a really long time to read too, which shouldn't, it should never No, How dare you? So yeah, two stars for that. Next, I read my book club picks for January, which were my mandate because I have a birthday in January. So I picked Between Two Fires by Christopher Buhlman and Way Down Deep by Charlotte Stein and Kara McKenna. I'm going to start with Between Two Fires. Between Two Fires is a dark, morbid, historical, fantasy, horror fiction about a disgraced knight, a dishonored priest, and a young girl who seemingly can talk to angels in France in the 1300s during the Black Plague. There's a lot going on. There are a lot of moving parts. It's a lot for me because I'm not a big fantasy girly, but I read this once by myself last year and I thought that I liked it, but I don't know. I, I still... I'm not sure. I think I do. I think I did like it. I just think fantasy is really difficult for me. Although this is full of all the things that I like. It's insane. It's a lot of things going on at once. It was very difficult for me to digest by myself. So I'm thankful that I picked it for the book club because it led to some really great discussions and I feel better. I feel better now. Originally when I read it the first time I gave it three stars and I bumped it up to four because I really just did like it. I think it has a lot of things that I find particularly interesting. If fantasy will ever work for me, it's going to be this kind of fantasy. The dark, 
horror fantasy blend. Next, I went to the opposite end of the spectrum and I chose An Epistolary Love Story Way Down Deep by Charlotte Stein and Kara McKenna. It is a love story told completely through text messaging. When I first read it, I did not expect for it to be what it is. It was sweet. It was endearing. It was gripping. It was sad. It was moving. It was spicy. It got spicy. And I was rooting for both of these characters individually and together and for their own journeys individually. Like I wanted to see them grow. I wanted to see them overcome things. I wanted to see them share it with each other. Like I can't even stop talking about this book if I tried. I read this by myself last year and I wanted everybody to read it with me because I like to think that I'm too cool to read romance. Romance? No. I'm a cynic. I don't care. Whatever. Who cares? No. Not this one. Not this one. I'm not too cool for Way Down Deep. Okay. I'm not too cool for anything. I like to think that I am sometimes, but that's incorrect. Way Down Deep is great and you should read it. I gave it four stars. I'm not going to tell you why I didn't give you five stars because it's a personal thing. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the story or anything, but it was like something that if he said it one more time, I was going to lose my mind. But thankfully it chilled out after a second, but it could not be ignored by me on my rating scale. So four stars, incredible. Totally pick it up and read it if you're looking for something cute and lovey to read this February or anytime. Ugh, next I read another audiobook from the Libro FM ALC program, Double Dare You by Ruby Dixon. Ruby Dixon's name may sound familiar to you because she wrote the Ice Planet Barbarian series, which I don't hate. I had fun when I read the first one. I haven't gone any further than that because there are like freaking 30 books in that series and I just don't have that in me. I, I really just don't think I do. But I did like the first one and I would continue reading it. It's just going to be like a, a lifelong goal of mine to finish that series. But anyway, Double Dare You is what it's called. It's the Bedlam Butchers series, and this is book seven. So I just threw myself right on in there. The Bedlam Butchers are like bikers, I think. I don't know. I had this audiobook on while I was doing chores around the house, and I probably could have paid more attention and probably wouldn't have hated it as much as I did if the narration wasn't so terrible. Whoever this person was like, I'm happy for you that you're doing this and, and, and good for you, but, um, never do that to me again, please. It was the girl is like 20 or something. She's kidnapped and these bedlam butcher men come and rescue her and they hold her in a hotel for a little while and they start loving up on each other. And you know, it's fine. And, and I, I didn't mind that. This was like the first like male, female, male thing that I've read that didn't make me want to put my finger through my eyeball. I didn't mind their like dynamic and the interaction and stuff. And even the like really fast pace of everything didn't bother me because it was very short. I think it was like 171 pages. I don't know how long that is on audiobook, maybe like two, three hours. But the narration, no, 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 thank you. Two stars, <laughs> two stars. I did not like it. It was fine. But the narration bumped it down. Like it would have been a three because it's like, meh, I don't think that this is necessarily something that I want to revisit. But it's not bad and other people might like it. It wasn't, you know, whatever. But the narration bumped it down to two. And if I have to read another one, I'm going to bump it down. I, you know, if I ever had to read it again, it might be a one. I, I can't do this. I can't live like this. Next, I read Ripe by Sarah Rose Etter. I got this courtesy of the Libro FM ALC program as well. You can tell when I am in a reading slump because I lean hard into the audiobooks. This one is 288 pages. It is um, contemporary like lit fic with a little bit of sci-fi thrown in and it follows a woman who is 
doing, who got hired for a startup company in Silicon Valley. But the thing is, is that there's this small black hole that follows her around that only she can see. And it's very, I, 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 it's weird. It was very weird. I gave it three stars because it was a little out there for me and I wasn't sure if I liked it or if I was confused by it. And through that confusion, I thought that I liked it. You know, sometimes when something is really above my head, I'm like, oh, well, I'm not smart enough to get it, but it sounds like it was good. Like, I think I'm supposed to like it, you know? Um, and I'm not sure if that's what's going on here. Did I write a review of this? I don't think I did. Oh, I did. Oh my God. Great. Helpful. I said, <clears throat> in my review, I wrote dark, tense, and weird with lovely prose. It was a great ride, albeit a little too real at times. There was a lot explored, career, family, mental health, the intricacies of relationship, the weight of the world in a time where there are so many just trying to survive. It's heavy and it was real, but it was good. Like life, I guess. Did this book make me smarter somehow? I'm glad when I, when like my current thoughts reflect the thoughts that I had when I left the review. <laughs> it did not make me smarter. It made me feel like it made me smarter. It was fine. Three stars. I liked the concept. I will say that there is, you should check with the trigger warnings before you dive in because it's a little dark and it covers a couple of dark things. Like I'll just tell you now, it's like drug, there's drug use in there. There's some pregnancy storylines or whatever, and maybe some more stuff on that. Like, I, I don't know. I don't remember but I gave it three stars. So if you're feeling weird, check it out. Next, another audiobook. My God, I'm not doing well. I read Vampires of El Norte by Isabella Cañas. I think that's how you say it. I am sorry if I got it wrong. It is a historical horror fantasy fiction. It's set in 1840s Mexico. It follows dual POVs of childhood best friends Nena and Nestor. And it was pretty good. Honestly, anytime you throw vampires into anything, really, I will give it a shot. I really liked this. I liked the historical fiction aspect of it too. I'm really into my historical fiction era right now. You can't tell because I'm not reading much and I'm definitely not reading quickly, but I'm reading another book that I'm thoroughly enjoying so far. It's a slow burn. It's called The Warm Hands of Ghosts by Catherine Arden. And it is also historical fiction set in a war with some supernatural elements to it. I think supernatural historical fiction is what is going to pull me out of this reading slump. God help me. But anyway, Vampires of El Norte was really good. I gave it four stars. And I think that if I went back and read it again, it might be higher. I just think it was really well done and really intriguing and really just, it had a lot of things that I like. Love and family and expectations and betrayal. And it, it's just, and vampires, of course. We can't forget those vamps, can we? It's just, it was really good. And last but not least, I read another audiobook. My God, I am just not doing well. Oh my God, I skipped one. Ha, wait. Wait, so yes, the last audiobook that I read was Whoever Fights Monsters by Robert K. Ressler and Tom Shackman, I think is his name, how you say it. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. I listened to this on audiobook. It's very important to do that because right now I am adhering to the SMP boycott still because they have not said anything still. So we are not doing this. But I did not know that the print version is an SMP. So thankfully I read the audiobook instead. The audiobook was fine. I think I gave it three stars. It is an overview of the career of an FBI man who single-handedly created the system for profiling violent offenders and serial killers. And it's pretty good. It offers a lot of insight and tidbits about like big name serial killers that you might be familiar with and how like he put those clues together to start seeing patterns emerging with these people and these repeat offenders and things like that. So if you're into morbid true crime nonfiction, I think that you would like this. It's nice to put on and do 
your laundry. And last but not fucking least, I read Satan's Affair by H.D. Carlton, the prequel novella to the cat and mouse duet, which contains the world of Haunting Adeline. I have a full deep dive rant review on my YouTube channel if you really want me to get into it, but I'm just going to keep it short and sweet here. This book was hot garbage left out in the sun. I hated it. Hated it demonizing mental illness, infantilizing their main character while she's also starring in her own why choose spicy romance novel. So I get to see this childlike woman get railed by people. Like I vividly, viciously railed. I have no interest. And this is not an age play shame kink thing. I don't care if you participate in things like that. Good for you. This author is irresponsible with nearly every single thing she writes. The trigger warnings list was basically nothing. It was absolutely not helpful in any way. There's anti-Semitism in this book again. And there's a really dark excerpt about miscarriage, forced pregnancy, child pregnancy, and death during pregnancy. And it was not labeled in the trigger warnings. And I don't do well with that. I don't have any personal issues with miscarriage. I can read it, but the potential for harm is so high. If you target a female-driven community, the dark romance community, and put things like miscarriage in there without proper trigger warnings, what are you up to? What what is your problem? I hate this book. It was terrible. And if you want more thoughts on it, you can go to my YouTube because I, I swear I cannot talk about this book anymore. I fucking hate this book. I hate, I think I hate this author just in general, but ugh, that's it. That's what I've been reading. That's what I've read. That's how I felt about it. Let me know if you have any questions or if you've read any of these books. If you want to connect on other platforms, I have an Instagram and a TikTok under the same name, Weirdo Book Club, all one word. I'm also on YouTube doing deep dive style rant reviews and the occasional live stream of gameplay. I recently played the Tomb Raider remasters and Resident Evil 4 remaster. I, I get pretty loud during the scary games, but people tend to seem to like it. I don't, I don't know my poor family, but whatever. Um, if you liked this, make sure you're following my podcast and give it a rating or a review, depending on wherever you're listening to it on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me and I will see you in the next one. Stay weird. Happy reading. Mwah.